right, it's on. It is on. That should be good enough. I think I'm gonna turn it up slightly, just because we're all far away. BF. Um. Did you see any of IPF Worlds? I don't even know where that is. It was in Malta. I've never even heard of that. Obviously, in Europe. Thank you. Yeah, it's in Europe. It's in between Sicily and the North African coast. So it's in Italy. In the Mediterranean. Yeah, it's in the middle of the fucking ocean. Yes. <laughs> That's the ocean. No, it's only Olympic YouTube uh, channel as well. Bro, I watched it today. Maybe because it's an international thing. Is, is it, it in, in the Olympics? Olympics powerlifting's not in the Olympics. World Games is in the well. The World Games they have powerlifting. Did Taylor Atwood win again? No, oh, he got third. He knocked off his streak. He missed a. His third squad, I think the jury overturned it, and he didn't get his third deadlift either. So he was out. Uh, I don't remember who won it. Joey Flex boy, I believe. What Joey Flex boy? Keiko it was Joey a Flex boy. Yeah. It was a Swede, I believe. Keiko is Keiko is also a Joey Flex boy. I think Joey Flex got. I think he has Delaney Wallace as well, and he got the one and two spots in the. 75 kilo men, I guess. Whatever. Doesn't he train Russ? Yeah, he does. Russ, so Russ and we. Russ is still in. Russ is still in USAPL, but. Yeah, so he can wear his better GBT singlet. Better. He said it. He said it on his story today. I'll. I'll well, it's just better now. A better story. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Branding. Yeah, rebranding because you can't get better today every day. Better. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's the reason. That's what I would go with. Just better. Yeah, he said, somebody asked him, why did you leave the IPF? He said, I thought the USAPL would be able to do more things since they weren't under the IPF umbrella and I would be able to wear at better brand singlets. Can you want a picture of Kobe? Oh, my Kobe. That's amazing. Very small thing. Uh, those are the shirts that come in at my foot. Some lifestyle stuff. I'll be honest. Their clothing looks like shit. It's a so, hype, it's a hype brand now. It's like you're, they're like turning to a streetwear brand. It's it looks like shit. Even when someone we know was always wearing <laughs> those absolutely horrendous looking shorts, I feel like that now her boyfriend wears and they look way better on him than they did her. I feel like I feel like every fitness like clothing company now is starting like that. They'll start making like some hype like, stuff, some fitness stuff like, and then. And then they'll, they'll always go to like lifestyle. Roll gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roll gear and Young Law. Young Law. Yeah. Young Law has been yeah. <laughs> But like all the influencers, <laughs> it's like all the influencers, like bigger fitness influencers, it's like that's what they always do. Well, I, I've noticed the, the way to build your brand is literally just send them the product before the brand even is started. Yeah, you send them the product, and then you start your brand as they can then push it immediately when it's before it can go. That's kind of what like Gorilla Mine what does, is. and that's but that's what he does with his new products. Like, they all have it before you yeah, announce. Yeah, that are still in trouble. I've seen some questionable reviews. Really, comparing it to other drinks, that it's the exact same. I think the ghost drinks. Yeah. 
I think the the nutrition label is the exact same as the good strength. Is what I heard. I had to look. I did try to buy some, but they're some. they sell out pretty quick. Well, like all the Grillamon stuff. Yeah, he yeah. sells out every. Yeah, I tried to catch one. <laughs> that's back in stock. I saw. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> that's what um, the kid that comes in here he used to come in here at night. He was always talking about. He's like, you think I should hop on some frat boy? Yeah. He's like, I think I should start taking progesterone. I think I, I mean, I would be up to the stage. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you get really good. I think you pro in six months. Man, the Turk. No, Did I tell you about the guy at Crunch one time that was uh, uh, super soldier training a bunch of his soldiers at Crunch across like all the platforms except for one. Mm-hmm. So, so I was deadlifting on the last platform, like between all the mirrors, and this guy walked up. He's like, "Hey man, I got squat. Mind if I jump in and just squat?" Go for it, dude. I don't care. And he was like, I fucking hate that guy. He, he used to be a power lifter. Now he's weak. He used to be a bodybuilder. Now he looks like shit. He's like, I fucking hate him. He's on all that gear. And he was so weak. He looks like shit. He was like, But me, I want to be the next IFBB pro. <laughs> I was like, uh, Oh, man, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, how much you weigh? He was like, oh, I'm going to be 70 pounds now, but I've been making 500 tests for the last eight weeks. So I know it's about to start hitting. If it's not eight, if it's not eight, not eight, we need lost. That's that's awesome. Man. Your P25 squats look pretty hard, though. So you need a spot. You need a spot with that set of four. <laughs> Don't drop it on my 500 pound deadlifts, please. Uh, that was so good. <laughs> so much shit and even like that's. I don't want to go crunching in. Like next week when we're closed over here. That's kind of funny. I'm not going to crunch. Not going Wait, to it's going to be closed? Yeah. Yeah, the fire. Two days. It's not going to be closed for Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, for spray foam? Yes. Uh, I heard you talk about that. And then everybody's talking about doing the crunch for those two days. I'd rather go to crunch complex. But I want to walk into crunch and go, I'm with Heather Grimes. And Keep going. I'll bring my camera. I'm with Heather Grimes. I'll bring my camera and I'll just lift instead. I'm going to crunch and be like, I'm going to cancel my membership, uh, but I'm working on <laughs> That puts you in collection. Yeah, you heard about my, why I can't go there? So I I, I live two minutes from Crunch, if yeah. that. Like literally, it's across the street from me. And I called them when I started coming back here, and I was like, "Hey, I need to cancel my membership. It's the nine ninety nine no contract one or whatever." And they were like, "Oh, well, you got to come in to cancel that." Why the fuck do you have to come in to cancel? And I said, "You're talking about the no contract cancel anytime nine ninety nine a month. I got to come in to do that." Yeah, sorry, you got to come in to cancel. I was like, "What if I live in California now? You know, I got to come all the way back uh-huh. to Alabama to cancel this nine ninety nine. But yeah, you gotta come in to cancel it. I know. I was like, I don't. I don't think you know. I was like, you cancel it right now on the phone, or I will charge this back on my card yeah. tonight. They're like, ah, you gotta come in to cancel. I don't know what to tell you. I was like, enjoy the charge back then. And I just hung up. And they, I've been on collections for like one hundred and five dollars for like the last two years. Yeah, I used to have people. I used, I used to have. Um, I used to have like the 
was like the highest ones, like you get free tent, like all this stuff. And I was like, well, I don't really go there anymore. I was on my Discover card, and I just went in there and took my Discover card off. Yeah. But they've been sending me emails. Yep. It's like, like, yeah, I guess, so there's no telling how much I owe. But that's what they do. This shit. That's what they do. They'll, they'll say like, hey, you owe us this, you owe us this. But if you, you don't pay. I'll be in history and say I haven't been there in like a year. So, and they'll, they'll say like, if you don't pay this month, you'll be going to collections and then you'll have like, First United Collections calling you every other day, like I do. I guarantee you they make enough money to where they don't have to do that. False. That's really that place has already gone bankrupt once. I feel like that's where they make their but money though. Is the whole company or our company? that location? Really? Yes. There's so many people in our it, it went up for auction. That's how wow. bankrupt they went. That was in 2020, I think, or 2019, before COVID. Yeah. So they can yeah. Yep. Listen, man, they're owned by the Planet Fitness company. But really? but it's yeah, yeah, it's all the same company. Planet Fitness and Cruncher. That's why they have the exact same membership price. Uh I don't know why their memberships aren't interchangeable, but uh they this they're individually owned and operated. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why someone because does. they're like under an umbrella company. Yeah, that's true. And they're yeah. just like yeah, you're not getting paid if somebody's doing the fitness membership routes. That's crazy. That's how Planet Fitness was. Like, you had to go in there to cancel it. You couldn't do it on the phone. Same rules. But that was the weird thing with Crunch, though. It's, they said this is a no contract, cancel any time, $9 a month. But then, when I tried to cancel it any time, it was like, sorry, man. Go fuck yourself. You can't you cancel got, You gotta look us in the eyes to cancel it, sir. So we can say, but wait, don't you wanna do this? Oh, why don't you try our this? What about a free personal training session? Like, when I walk in there, you better have the paperwork ready. If there's I'm walking. Leaving my file? No, not even leaving my file. I'm keeping it. I still have mine. Little keychain barcode. I I'm keeping that. I threw mine away. Crunch. The crunch days were. I hated that I switched there. Or was it last year? No, it was last year. I worked the one in there because that's the one with Gene. Was that old Gene? Yeah, I'd say that. He can beat tomorrow. He does. Flight D. Strict curl. He's doing strict curl after his. Gene. Gene. Strict curl. Strict curl. Is he doing anything else? Like he's doing full power and strict curl. Yeah, hell yeah. And he raps too. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna, is that gonna be uh? Is it, is it gonna be like anything? Probably not. <laughs> I'm excited to see street girl, street girl competition live stream. Could not be. Could not be. Don't pump the street girl nation. Stream of ribbon twirling at the moment. So. <laughs> What are you talking about? I don't see what he does. He's been going off for training. Like you said, you know he has a desk job now because he's on his story all the time. Gene's on his story calling people out nonstop. And then at night, at night, he'll be like, sorry, it's the trend. And then he'll delete that one in the morning. It's so funny. Good dude. If you ever talk to him, he's a fantastic, humble dude. Like talking to him in person, 
Yeah. In person, on Instagram, anywhere. He's he wants to help people. Just don't yeah. get on the bad side. Yeah, just don't, don't be terrified. Just don't talk shit to him. Like <laughs> hey man, you're a piece of shit because you you fucking fucking He was doing like one oh five or like one, something for like triple. Yeah, I thought it was like one, one day. Day. I'd love to see everybody getting just like hype out of their chair for some street car like just ammonia. Well, can you imagine doing SPD S? Yeah, and then doing and he's a conventional devil puller too, so like and squatting knee wraps, like, yeah, I'm gonna be exhausted. Well, that's like this dude, freaking white juggernaut. White. I don't know where maybe that's the two Yeah. This was at CT Fletcher's gym. He curled two. He curled two. Right? He didn't do it. He just, like, they had the competition. Right, right. He held right. like, the record at one He's got. But like he's got knee, like, knee He's got, like, pay tape for his. These sleeves and K tape for strip curls. I don't even calibrated plate. They're just like just some metal. Quarters. Just quarters. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Strip curl nation, baby. <laughs> but this dude, he does. I've never seen him squat, but he does like bench and he has a very impressive bench. Yes. That Wyatt guy? Mm hmm. He like he bounces like that's his career. He does like personal security and bounces. Well, uh, who did I see that was doing that the other day? Big old boy. Um, TD. Yeah, Davis. He was he was doing some personal bodyguard for a rapper. Means big big. You make money. Big big. I would not. You can make. You could not doing it. pay me to fuck with him. Oh uh, no! Seven hundred pound venture. Hell no. Plus, biggest fuck. <laughs> and, he's a and he's a good athlete, too. He's football. All right, so if you had to meet, um, had to meet somebody in the industry, who would you like to Relevant meet? now? Oh, that's nice. Like, relevant today? Uh, like, somebody relevant in the sport today? Industry. Anytime. In industry? Yeah, well, I'd say anytime. Past, present. Hmm. It differs so much person to person because if it's past president, I would go Fred Hatfield, Dr. Squat. Yeah. I was watching a couple of his videos the other day. He has like Iron Power or something like that. And it's a video where he's talking about like how to develop strength training. Mm -hmm. And he's like the leading original scientist on it all. Yeah. Plus, he was an extremely accomplished lifter. Yeah. I think any of the old school bodybuilders would be cool. Yeah. I think um, we talked about Chris Bumstead. That was really cool. He seems like a cool dude. Um, I know I said Dorian the other day. Yeah. And that's just because. Because I, I like watching that bodybuilding. That like late 90s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Early 2000s bodybuilding. If you could get the Dorian Yates from 1995. Yeah. That'd be the, the mass awesome. monster. Yeah. The boy, what was his name? The What was his name? The Shadow. Isn't that what they called him? 
I fought the blade, but that's Dexter Jackson. He's doing the Masters Olympia. Dexter is? Mm-hmm. Because uh, Jay Cutler said he might do it. That guy that's doing the Masters, that guy, um, Goob posts about him a lot. It's like he trains with him like every day, but he's doing the Masters Olympia. He is. So let me show you a picture. <laughs> Shit, Goob, they had that like training session outside. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get the community involved in some lifting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We should do out in the in the part of mine. This guy. His name's uh Mike Wren. I've never heard of him. He's um he's a house. Oh dude, he's freaking huge. He reminds me of um and he's like he's old. He reminds me of the German guy. Uh what was his name? Big Michael Lynn. Bro, Marcus Bro? No, 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 no. Uh the guy from Modern Bodybuilding. So, uh, he always competed against Phil. Dennis, Dennis the Wolf. Yeah, he's pretty gagged. Uh, sitting around with Mark Felix, have a few beers. <laughs> Mark Felix is super cool. Yeah. I think uh, anytime I see him, which he's retiring this year. Look at that. The big bad Dennis Wolf. Grenadi, how do you say that? Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Seen that dude that used to hang out with Rich Piana, Martin Ford? Oh yeah, big like movie guy now, or attempting to be in movies now. Uh, he's like six nine, super jacked, tatted up. Oh yeah, he did a bunch of videos with Rich Piana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he was a he was a five percenter. Yeah, yeah, he was crazy. Well, you know his story is pretty crazy because he was like a skinny handball guy. Like he played handball. That was what he did. And then he blew up. Drugs are... Steroids are hell of a drug. Listen. But he does a lot of acting and stuff now. Yeah, he's in, like, B-movies. He was in The Machine, the Burt Crusher movie. Was that good? Have you I haven't watched it. But he was, in, it. he was in that. It looks so bad. Mark, really? Mark Hamill, Burt Crusher, and Martin Ford in the same movie. Now, I will say, I've seen Burt Crusher live, and it was awesome. And yeah. he did the machine joke, and all I remember before the machine joke, I mean, I remember the jokes, but, like, being there was this one drunk guy in the back. It's like, the machine. The machine. The machine. And then he goes, I'm going to tell the fucking machine. It's how everyone knows me. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, back to the people you'd want to meet. So you another one. We talked about Brian Shaw the other day. Brian Shaw would be great. Just talk to him. Talk to him about like lifting and being world's strongest man and doing it for so long. I would say I L Y. I love you. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love you. <laughs> and he's so wholesome. Exactly. Like Brian Shaw as a human being, I'm pretty sure he's the most wholesome, down to earth, nicest guy you will ever meet. Well, he's also the American savior in strongman, like yeah. Besides Phil Fister, it was like no one. Fister? Never even heard of him. You want to say Eddie, but Eddie was freaking from the UK. No, I don't want to say Eddie, but yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> what's his name? The dude from like Nigeria or something. Um, he eats like whole rotisserie chickens oh, at a time. Iron Bibby? Yeah, Iron Bibby. He, <laughs> he hasn't won yet. He, uh, he had to pull out because of. Visa issues or something on the large competition. Massive. He holds the 
European log record now, I think, or the overhead press. Cling it to your quads and overhead press umpteen hundred pounds over your head. His his uh pressing is pretty wild. And it's so awkward. And the ones they use are like I wanna say twelve inch diameter or maybe bigger with the Austrian oak, I think is a lot bigger. Can't remember but having twelve inches on your chest has gotta be crazy. It's gotta be hard. Right. Now, but anytime you start talking about like the log press, I think of the the Larry Wills video when he's training with Half Thor, training with a mountain, and they're in the gym, and they're all like screaming, yelling, and they have like five hundred pounds or some shit on that log press. That's what's even crazier though, is Lasha doing the Georgie guy from Georgia, not not the state the but country. country. Yeah. Uh, Doing the 600 pound clean and press. 589. I don't know if he's done that much in the Olympics. The Olympics is similar to like IPF Worlds, where like they don't really do their best ever. They just do just enough and hope someone else misses and then play that kind of game. Like they play a strategic game more than come in at your strongest peaking ever. But why couldn't, why couldn't powerlifting be in the Olympics? Too boring. Not old enough. Uh, they did put skateboarding in the Olympics, so like the sport of powerlifting not being old enough. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Possible. I don't know. Uh, maybe it is too boring. Like, actually, would enough people watch that? I don't know. Yeah. Probably could now. Yeah. But how often do they add stuff? Yeah. So every Olympics, I don't know. They did add skateboarding, like I said, but yeah, it's just crazy. Now, I think what's really crazy is I think the Japanese won the gold medal in the skateboarding. <laughs> it's that, dude, I'm saying, yeah, there's some crazy, that's kind of fun to watch, though. Like skateboarding? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun to watch. Well, the one they put in was not. Did you watch was it? it? Was it like the like street one where they ride it on the road? Like, it's like, they do like grinds, little jumps. So this one's yep. cool. We like have like a whole. I like, like the big air. Yeah, the big air, the big half yeah, pipe. Like yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you could out. like somebody could vert. literally just they convert, just amputate both their legs. Whatever happened to the there is yeah. Whatever happened to the X Games? Speaking of crazy, they still have it. Really? They have it. Yeah. I feel like it's not. Maybe it's just because I watched it a lot more when I was younger, but I feel like it is. It's not really. Like, could you remember like in the mid two thousands, like? The X game were shit. I can tell you exactly why. I know why. It's because the X Games is the wrestling of those types of sports. The X Games was so interesting because when you were younger, it's the extreme. extreme And then you go watch it now and you're kind of like, it's kind of boring actually. But when you're younger, it's like, oh, he did a jump. But now it's like NASCAR, like, I took the left turn. Oh, what's going to do next? This guy jumped two feet higher. That, oh, my God. Unless you're actually doing it, it's probably not that interesting to you. Yeah. Which is also powerlifting. I mean, you have you watched any of IPF Worlds? Mm-hmm. It's bo- to me, it's boring. Exactly. They like golf clapping. Like yeah, some people have you watched the Olympic lifting in the Olympics? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. The only people that scream are the ones like, you know, like their coaches or their team, the countrymen that come to the games. Yeah. Then you have like uh, a Cuban or someone that's like, that's like all they've ever done their whole yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And then you have like 
85 Cuban fans in the arena just for them. And, like, yeah. they just go fucking ape shit. You have, like, the whole country right there in the Olympics just screaming and yelling because they, yeah. they breed these people to be Olympic athletes. Yeah. They're like, oh, wow, this is a thick baby. Guess what? Yeah, if you're going to be an Olympic athlete. Learn how to clean off <laughs> of the broom. <laughs> no, and then, then you can go watch, like, the American Pro. Like, powerless and stuff in America. You can watch the American Pro, like, the USAPA Pro, USPA Pro last year. And it was, like, pyrotechnics going off. Yeah. A light show. Screen. Yeah. Screen going off. August. That's what, uh, I was, like, in John Hack, and after his post, after, after he broke the world record at 198, like, rebroke, I guess, his own record, he was, uh, he was talking about how that, it was, like, it felt, it's like, that was the first time he's actually felt like, uh, like a professional athlete. athlete. Yeah, because they, like, it was such a, like, a spectacle, I guess. Because it was crazy watching last year when they got to deadlifts. When they did their deadlifts, they made a walk down that like red yeah. carpet through everybody. Yeah. That's kind of tough. No, it, it was cool. Um, the new guy, Fernando Ar- Arias Fernando, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. He's a super heavy, three hundred eight guy. No, he's three hundred eight or two seventy five. Either way, he just did that meet that was in Ireland, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it, but that's not the one Jamal's training for, uh-huh. is it? That's no, entirely. That's a deadlift. This already happened. Uh, oh, Jamal's training for the strongman deadlift, deadlift championship. championship. Yeah. yeah, where they're trying to. They always try to go break the world record, the current Dude, record. That's gonna be nuts. I'm excited to watch that. But this, these, like, this guy Fernando, he's like 23 and he totaled 2400 or whatever in wraps. And but it was a spectacle. But the problem is too much of a spectacle. They like had. Like ten fog machines going as they're walking out to their walkout song to the platform, and then on the live stream you can't even see the slot cracks and so much fog. So there, there was like one video I saw. It's just like rush. It was like in Russia or some like Eastern European country where they're having this like powerlifting. It's quit powerlifting meet, but like the dude walked up. He had the big like metal orange deadlift suit on with his like Oakley like his little sunglasses on and went over there and picked up like a thousand something pounds and there was like fucking fireworks going off by yeah. my damn fucking dude just screaming in some foreign language in the mic so talking about the world deadlift championships can you pull any way in that no you have to pull conventional yes okay well it's not that's not the rule. The rule is your hands have to be outside your legs. Okay. That's the strong man deadlift rule. Well, you can pull some of the cheek. Well, think about Brian Shaw. Yeah. Right? He deadlifts with his feet super wide, mm-hmm. but his hands are also super wide. So yeah. well, he is a large individual. Yeah. He is. So, and it's going to be funny, though, to watch that and then like watch all these dudes, like 400 pounds, get up there and like, deadlift, and then like, Jamal comes out, which he's still, I mean, yacked, but it's going to be like, um, yeah, it is. It is. And there's a couple of guys like Ivan Makarov, I think is his last name, but he's always in that running for the whatever it is, 505 kilo deadlift. That's the number I think they got to go for. I still remember watching Thor do that in his gym with his own judges. Mm-hmm. Easy. Easy. I mean, easy. as controversial as it was, it was still like easy. very easy. Spells yeah. these son. It's crazy it never healed yet. I guess it still has a chance yeah. to, but 
Do a little. It'll just be crooked. It'll be a little. It'll be a little crooked. Still think he'll break Dan Bell's record in the fall? Well, you know he's going to strongman now. Again, he's, he's returning back to strongman. Yeah, he's returning to strongman. He gets he does one tire lift and he gets hurt and goes back to strongman. Well, that was already the plan. His plan was to break the record and then go back to strongman. I don't think. And I think. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like strongman's way more injury prone for sure. But he, for he George Pet, oh, he did Power it on the beach. You can see it. He squatted he, he, like, he like he had like what five hundred something. Uh-huh. It was like a five hundred pound bench. About twenty six. Yeah, it was like a five something bench. And he just yeah exploded. But he did squat like nine and three pretty easy. I think they yeah. red lighted on depth depth or something. He squatted nine and three easy, or it was more than nine and three. It's like nine fifty six maybe. But I was surprised by that because I thought squat was what was going to hold him back from Dan Bell's record because yeah. yeah. Bell. So he tore his pec in competition. Mm-hmm. The meat he did at his gym, like he had a competition. Yeah. Another one. Did he? Did he try to deadlift? No, he didn't do anything. He actually, he's already had surgery. And he, he's already, he's already back to he's already back to full range of motion. But what's going to be crazy is this: when he returns to strongman, he's going to be a shredded yak for, not a fat, yeah. not a fat like chunky. I guess it's going to four hundred and forty pounds with abs. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be like. I don't know about that. I think he would. You think he'll go, go, go back up to four hundred plus? Dude, also Thor's wife. How does that work? How does <laughs> that work? He could be small as fuck. Yes, yeah, he's like. The Shaq probably got the same way, you know. Yeah. Kill O'Neal, and you know he's got another advantage. Yeah. Everything's working in his It's an extra, extra bliss. Well, I guess since he had it, I'm looking through his Instagram now. Like, he don't have his abs anymore. That was his actually Taurus pet. Dang. He don't have it. He got the gut. See? He's been on that. I want to know what his stats. That's something I've always wondered. Like, what strong men take? No, Larry Wheels, he's a strong man. You probably talked about his stack. Larry yeah. said he was on everything in the book for 10 years straight. That's true. And and on top of other drugs. Right, yeah. yeah. I don't see how he's okay. He's always alive. Yeah. He's good. He's a genetic freak. The freak are. He's got the tough organs. They were OT forever. He lived in Dubai for what? how long? For a while. Several years. Several years. So like over there, you know, he's got money. He's rich, so he has access to, like I said, the pharmaceutical grade shit, good doctors, and he can pretty much pay for really any treatment he needs. Good doctors. I mean, relatively. For I mean, you're in Dubai. I mean, I don't know the best Dubai doctor. I don't. I mean, I don't know how that works over there. Average doctor, but I do know. I do know, like bodybuilders and stuff. That good trend. You know, over there, it's like the O2 gym. Over there for like during their contest, yeah. Like two years ago, Brandon Curry was over there for like six months. Couldn't get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't get back. He couldn't get back in time for the Olympia or something. Very strange. Olympia's back in Florida this year, isn't it? No, it's in Vegas this year. Next year, I think it's back in Orlando. Bum still get that five feet. That that would be crazy. He probably think it would be crazy. It, it'll well. I feel like people that are kind of on pop like that, like I feel like he's going to be on pop for a long time because it's like even if somebody gets 
relatively close, and the judges are going to be like, okay, he's five-time or four-time champion. Like, if it's a tie, they're just going to give it to Chris yeah. because he's he's the champion. So I feel like it's going to be hard to knock him off. He's he even had an injury this prep and still won. Yeah, his, he had a torn bicep. It wasn't even close. Yeah, he had a torn bicep on stage, and it literally swelled up huge. And he still, he couldn't really tell that much. That's but good. He, when he posts pictures, it was like super puffy. And like, as good as Ramon was, it just wasn't even close. Yeah, once they were side by side, it was just ultimate mob. Not even ultimate mob on stage at the Olympia. <laughs> but Disney actually the open bodybuilding was way more interesting. Yeah, Ozzy. Somehow, some way. Yeah. Well, finally. Rami, he did. He looked better three weeks out than he did on stage. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. yeah. He looks better now than he did when he was on stage. Something happened to him. He messed him Because like he, I remember he posted a picture him doing his like, what is the one they call what they do? Is it most muscular? Most muscular. He was doing that and he could see his quads like, the inside, the inside part was so like dry, and you could see everything. And then he stepped on stage, and his whole quad looked watery. Just looked all full, and not dicey. Well, then he had some like, he had some like swelling or something on the outside of his quads that people were saying that looked like you know he had an abscess or something, yeah. or just a bad, bad injection. It's crazy in other countries. Like, if you look how when Hottie won it and he went back home, like, the entire city was at the airport when he got back. They, like, celebrate these athletes and put them on an entirely different pedestal. I guess they treat them like we do our professional athletes, like football players and basketball players and stuff. They do that there with, like, bodybuilders and Olympians. They don't have anything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're representing the country. Yeah. Yeah. Then, like I said, like, we I guess we celebrate like NBA players and football players and baseball players different than we do bodybuilders. Yeah, because like it's a it's a niche thing. Yes, in the grand yeah. scheme of things in our country, it's a niche. A very very niche. Powerlifting is even more niche than bodybuilding. Yeah, I mean anybody can get a medal in powerlifting. That's the problem. I think that might be part of the problem with getting into the Olympics. It's also kind of confusing. Even when I was watching IPF Worlds, I was like. You know, he's pulling for third, but also he's pulling for fifth overall. It's like there's so many placing. Yeah. Like you can pull for first overall on deadlift, get a gold medal, but then also you're like 16th overall. Yeah. But, well, is that good or is that not good? He's getting first, but he's also last. But do they they do it on the dots or the loss printer or whatever it is? IPF like, points. IPF points, that's what they do it, bro. I believe so. Where do y'all think, so what's been cool, I guess, kind of, because, like, and we talk about this sometimes, how, you know, 10 years ago, and even if you're looking back at, like, old media and stuff of 10 years ago, like, powerlifting was nowhere close to where it is now. And, like, so many athletes now, so many people doing it. I, I, I Sometimes I think about, like, in 10 more years, if it's going to, like, continue to grow at the same rate or if it's going to be, like, I wonder where it's going to be in like five or ten years. If there's just going to be like sixteen-year-olds pulling eight hundred pounds, there already is. There already uh, is. Yeah. Well, 
I guess it's relative, right? Because Theo Maddox, the ox, you know what I'm talking about? He's the Australian yeah. guy. He's 20 years old. He just totaled 1,017 kilos, whatever that is, 2250 or something like that. that. Crazy. Um, like a, and a, in sleeves. I think he did 800, 500, 900. Um, heaviest deadlift of all time in uh, Australia. Heaviest junior deadlift ever. Overall, I believe. I think he's under the age of 20. He's 20 years old. Easy. So, 16 year olds pulling 800. I mean, talking about people that are, he, he pulled the most ever by a junior. Well, even, point. and like you can look at Derek, the death group Derek, he held the junior total in, was it in America, in like the US? Yeah. At 22 years old. Yeah. And another question, I guess, is maybe more interesting is like, Will people keep getting stronger? Because, like, because, like, if you yeah. look, because I just looked up. So, in 1982, uh, Dan Wolliver of USA held the world record deadlift at 904 pounds. Now it's 40 years ago. Dan Griggs pulled what 1032? 1074. 1074 at 275. Yeah, 275. But it's like 40 years ago, it was. Yeah. Whatever, over 100 pounds less. Yeah. And I feel like another thing is like, whereas maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was like you had only these like outliers that were like so strong, but now it's like kind of the floor. Like you see a lot more people that are like, more of the population of powerlifting are just stronger in general. Yes. Just probably from like, good information. Like That's the thing. I will. Go ahead. Like, over time, you're going to learn more. And, like, people are going to start to study it and learn different ways yeah. and more effective ways of training to be able to get stronger faster. Uh, I think yes and no. Mm-hmm. I think the way stronger faster comes in at more of like a nutrition recovery standpoint. We know a lot more about recovery than we did mm-hmm. back then, mm-hmm. but people still like genuine, generally the way to get stronger is heavy fives. 70% of your one RM for fives. Like that's what they do. That's what they did back then. That's what Bill Kazmaier did. That's literally in his program. Uh, as far as the floor being raised, I think that has to do with now you have better athletes across the board getting into it. Yeah. People getting out of college football right. or like Russ played college football. Yeah. He played D2, but still it's college football. But yeah. the, you're a better athlete than most. You're, you're the 1%. The one is the 1% of the 1%. You know, so you get better athletes across the board that now join the sport because they see people like Russ that can make money. So now they have an avenue to keep doing athletics even though they can't make it to the big leagues. So I think that's part of it. Knowing the recovery is a part of it. And there probably is better training methods that people figured out, but I think they more or less know how to specialize more. Like you can find a coach that can tailor a program perfect for you compared to 40 years ago when everybody kind of ran the exact same area. And protocol. <laughs> Protocol's probably got better too. But quality of, yeah. quality of drugs is better. And like just the information on the was like there, since then, there's been more studies on new drugs have came out. Yeah, they're like more cleaner. accessible to people. They're, they're cleaner, more yeah. uh, potent. Often. No. Yeah. 
But I, I think about that sometimes. And like, like, are people just going to keep getting stronger? Or is it like kind of like a steep strength curve, like compragable type deal? Like, we'll get it'll start being like a pound every year or two on the yeah, record. I mean, it pretty much is at this point. So, okay. but I think back to what you said a minute ago, like, you're, you're seeing everyone is getting stronger, and then you see the outline mm-hmm. with Dan Griggs going right. up 100 pounds over the best ever, uh, which really was like 70 over the best ever because Vinny Magnuson pulled one of 10 of 5 and then Thor like in 2011. Yeah. And then Thor did the 505 or yeah, whatever. But that's, Vinny did it in a powerlifting meeting. Yeah. He did the Ronnie Coleman Classic or whatever. Ronnie Coleman Classic. But you're, you're about to hate what I'm about to say because I'm about to bring up Westside and Louis Simmons. But if you go back to like the 90s, early 2000s, when the Westside stuff was at their like peak in the WPO and everything, mm-hmm. they were doing crazy stuff in shirts and like in suits and everything that dudes are doing raw today. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And like well, back then you were like, oh my God, that dude just benched 800 pounds. That dude just benched 600 pounds. That dude pulled 1,000. Dude squatted yeah. 1,000. And you got dudes now like Julius Maddox and stuff that are benching at Raw and people like Dan Bell and like Dan Griggs that are pulling and squatting that Raw. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about the clip powerlifting is the heaviest lift ever is in a shirt. It's not a deadlift and it's not a squat. It's 1350 or whatever that uh, Paul did. And so, but he's benched. He, <laughs> he's benched more than anyone's ever squatted, ever. Period. My elbows hurt. And wrist. So it is quite odd, but at the same time, I don't really know. The quick lifting, it's not the same. Like you just can't compare it. Even though people are doing those raw now, it's like you know you've got no shirt now. It's like. It's not the same lift. And it doesn't feel the same. You don't really feel anything but pain. I can't imagine what it feels like to hold a thousand pounds on a shirt. More than blood pressure. Like (laughs) it feels like your soul has left your body. (laughs) You know, and imagine back then in the nineties when like you know they were going two for nine at (laughs) me. It didn't, none of that mattered. And they were like, doing like bench only. It was only, it was like bench only me. Attempting that. Well, they didn't only show you the bench. They didn't care about what they squatted or deadlifted. They were just trying to bench. But I mean, you got uh, Dave Off, like those guys. And supposedly when Westside came around, you know, if you were, if you were hosting a meet, you know, you come in with your 800 shirted bench or 900, Squat and your 800, 700 deadlift. Well, Westside comes around and they got their whole crew there. All of a sudden, you're getting red lighted on 600 opener yeah. squat and they're getting white lighted on their 900 opener squat. That was questionable was at best. Higher than yours, questionable yeah. at best. Uh, so the Westside numbers are even more skewed than they actually are. So it makes it even more odd that. Julius Maddox is such an outlier. He's benching 800 raw. And when you watch him bench 800 raw or 771, I think that's what he did. It's even crazier to watch that. And I think actually that got overturned. 
and it is not an official lift anyway. Because wasn't it like misloaded or something? I don't remember why. I thought it was because it was like unsanctioned. It was sanctioned and then got unsanctioned or something. That's like that. correct. It was, it was weird. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Well, that that is what's that is what's messed up. Is I think he attempted seven fifty at an actual meet. And it was misloaded. Yeah, he thought they didn't put a chip on one. No, 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 no. This one was misloaded by red. Oh, they yeah. They missed that red on one side. And he was going yeah. for his third, and he was going to he, he racked his bench, and it completely went off on one side because it was misloaded by an entire red. They forgot one of the reds on the other side. So, you know, that's he was going for the world record at that time in a legit federation. I think that was USPA, in fact. So, one time. I got misloaded. It was my first powers to me ever. It was at Strong, the old location. Lifting for a miracle. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And um, I got missed <laughs> my second attempt on bench. Because I think I totaled with that, I mean, like 1,200. I don't know. I think I benched like. I think I. <laughs> I think I benched. It may have been less than that. It may have been less than that. But uh, I think I benched. Third attempt was like. I can't remember. It was less than 300 pounds, like 280 something. 286, 281. Yeah. And uh, so, but when I came out for my second attempt, it was like 270 or something. And those, th- like, those 380 something pounds. They had three and reds like, on. Yeah, three those reds. three reds on. And I was like, what? I'm like, wait a second. And so I went up there, I went to, like, they said platform ready. And I walked up and I was like, <laughs> and I, I went over to somebody and they actually changed it for me. I'm surprised yeah. they did, but but uh, they changed it, and I was like, yeah. I was about to go out there and just get my get my stern. Two seventy five. Two reds, and then you go out there and put three reds. And then you know, if you didn't know any better, like you've been around the gym, so you knew. But like some people aren't going to pay attention to that. I didn't really because I'd never seen Kilo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time I ever seen Kilo, but, but I knew that. Three. But I knew that. I can't do three iron points. So I know this isn't. God, I've uh, I've misloaded people before. I have to. <laughs> misloaded a guy by like, I guess it was on like two and a half kilos. I think he had a two and a half on one side and five on the other, but it was on deadlift, and he totally locked it out, crooked as hell. <laughs> I was heavier. As he was walking up to the bar, and I was like, hey, "Do I do I stop him <laughs> and make him have to reset his whole routine, or do we just let it ride?" Because how much was half. it? It was like two and a half kilos on my side. So I put a five on and he had two and a half together. But it was how he locked it out with freaking as hell on my side. It was heavier. This is what it is. I think he got the lift anyway. It worked out. So out of the three, which one do you think is the most impressive? Squat, bench, or deadlift? I think it just depends on the what first thing. Like, well, I'm sorry, like, in general, which lift do you think is you think, That's what I mean, though. If I see a 400-pound man lay down and bench 500, like, he benched 500, but also, relatively, he just did not bench 500. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like me benching 300. Yeah. I like watching I like watching a good, a good grind, no matter what it is. Yeah. So even if it's like, um, like what you're talking about in IPL Worlds, that dad got up there and... Um, 
the little girl was like, they gave him the mic, they're like, that's fine, daddy. And he was like, oh, yeah. he was like, <laughs> got it, that's awesome. Yeah. That kind of stuff is really cool. Or if there's like a, kind of know the backstory about something, like an injury or something. Yeah, that's kind of like, cool. yeah, there's a guy, uh, it's an cybernetic, cyborg, cyborg power, Ooh. whatever that guy, he, he like, tore bicep, Right before Worlds, he had already like blown out both quads before, hit by a car when he was driving a motorcycle, and tore his bicep like three weeks out, and came and did wor- Worlds anyways. Like tore his bicep off the bone and had that surgery. And he no, played the team he, cyborg. Team yeah. cyborg. What's his name? Did he? Did he have Austin Horton before? Austin Horton. He had surgery. He waited to have surgery until after Worlds. Came out there and deadlifts and everything. He did full hook grip instead. He's he's fucking awesome. He's a good guy. Um, but I think so. Back to what you were saying. Which one's the most impressive? I think it's relative as well because in the situation when I was at Worlds and I was spotting and loading the whatever day it was on our side, there was this older man. He's like seventy eight. Every single one of his lifts were awesome to watch. I couldn't get enough. Yeah. And even on his deadlift, when he comes out there and, you know, it's fucking 220 or whatever, and he gets down, he goes to pull it, and he shits the whole way up. Uh, every inch, every inch the bar goes up, there's another fart that squeaks out. You know, Curtis doing his. Marius, Marius is getting shit on the whole time. And that, that dude puts the deadlift down like nothing happened, and he just puts his fist in the air and just like waving his fist when they give him three white lights. Like that, that was awesome, yeah. regardless of the farting yeah. and shitting himself. Yeah. Like watching him lift anything was awesome. Yeah, so, it's like it's like in here when Curtis is over there deadlifting, he's got like three thirty on the fucking wagon wheels. It's like a RPE fifteen. He's purple. He's, he's turning purple before you can. And his head start bleeding. He has a little spot on his head start bleeding. He's looking at the bar turning purple. Yeah, he's 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 yes, Curtis, you, you got that shit. You got it. He scares me when he squats, like. He like because he, he takes the scares the fuck out of me. He walks to the pen and bounces around everywhere, and he's seventy four. I want to be at his meet when he competes again. I want to be at oh, his meet. Get the absolute hypest train possible. It's like because he's pretty nonchalant when he does. It makes it even better until he misses something. He's like, <laughs> or him trying to fight with the safeties on the There's nothing better than seeing him kind of fucking get those safety bars in the squat rack. Because one of them he's so particular because he wants them where he can touch. That's how he knows where he is depth. Yeah. He touches the pins. He's like, okay, hit depth, great. And he, he's looking like sliding the pole in and holding the other one. God damn it. He's like, shit. Oh, I don't want to go. <laughs> he takes it out. You know, you walk over there, you see him struggling. He's like, Curtis, you need some help. And he's like, does it look like you need can help? And like, yeah, it does. Okay, I got you. And then I look down, and he's got the wrong, he doesn't know it, but he's got the wrong hole for the pipe. They're very specific. And yeah. when you use the smaller one, it like bends around and turns. And so he's just trying to put it through, and it's never going to work. Oh, so funny. All right. Okay, what's worse? What's worse? The guy at the gym that sits down on like the, I don't know, you're trying to use a 
row machine or something, but he sits down, pulls his phone out, sits there for 10 minutes, or the guy at the dumbbell rack, stringer, 120 pounds, and he's doing YOLO curls and, and screaming. The yuck. And he's like, he's like, because that's more obnoxious. I can tell you what's worse is when you're squatting or deadlifting and there's a guy that stands in front of you and, and stares at you. Oh, they do some fucking shoulder dislocation with a PTC All for you to be mid squat. All for you to be mid squat and then go, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, a particular person here that does that very often. And he'll stay, and like, I'll be squatting on this combo, and he'll be standing right in front of it, just... Just staring you in your fucking face. Dude, don't look in my eyes. Wait until you're mid-squat to ask you a question. Like, hey, how did you start squatting that much weight? I think if you're squatting, nobody needs to stand in front of you, and nobody needs to, like, well, that's pretty much it. Stand in front of Because you can't look in their eyes. Don't make direct eye contact if you do. Maybe yeah. don't maybe don't pull your ass out for me. Okay, so Matt was in here one time, and we were talking about the big board that we're going to do. And Matt was like, "Might as well not even do that. I'll be on every spot." <laughs> and and Andrew was like, "Well, I wonder who has the biggest overhead press." And Matt, of course, said, "Well, we already know. It's me." And Andrew and he was Andrew was like, "Well, what? What do you think you overhead press right now?" And Matt was like, three hundred. Just immediate, nonchalant, 300. And Andrew goes, well, I want to see that. And, you know, that now has set that off. Uh-huh. He's like, you're about to see it then. Turns I'm about to whip out this 300 pounds in your face. Turns his death metal, his Bulgarian death metal up in your phone. Was he already, like, mid-workout? Yeah. It was, he was about to be done working out. And then started loading up plates to do over press. And he was like, you know what, Andrew, just for you, I'll clean it, too. So he had it in the monster rack, and he was on the straps. He would pull it up, clean it, then press it. And he worked up to 275 and couldn't quite get under it for the clean, which he was already pissed off about. So he's like, fuck. Put it in the rack, and then he couldn't press the 275 either. And then he was like, it's fucking on. He pressed for the rest of the day. He was already going to leave. He stayed for an extra 45 minutes, and all he did was press and clean. That's that old-school mentality. Same thing when I told him about the street curl competition. That is that is that old-school. That's the, that's the key. That's what we got to do to Matt. So we just have to start being like, well, uh, but you can't squat. <laughs> well, I think the problem is, if you tell him something like that, the risk is very high. And you'll right. be like, I've already squatted seven, so why would yeah. I try Care. Yeah, Maybe but just- the street curl, this is what happened. I said... You know, the strict curl record right now is Glander with 130, whatever. That's crazy. And he goes, no, it's not. He's the one Carson gets. Carson hasn't done it yet. He's like, Glander has the most, and it's 130. But, yeah. And then, you know, 30 seconds before that, he was saying, I was like, hey, you want to do the strict curl? And he's like, watch my bicep tendon roll up into my shoulder? Absolutely not. And then... You know, after he was Glander's got the record, he's like over there on the wall already curling. No one's even said anything. He disappeared from the squat rack and peered in the curl. He's like, I haven't curled in over a year. And he sits there, he's like, and me and Cole were watching him. And in fact, he did the he did like 120 or 130, and like his whole head came off the wall. And he put it down. We were like, well, 
technically wouldn't have counted. He was like, what are you, fucking curl Nazis? How the fuck do I need to have my head against the wall? We're like, yeah. damn, that's just the fucking rule, dude. Yeah. I get red light and get mad at us. We're just the judges. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's that old school, old head powerlifter mentality. I told you about his old meets, right? Yes. He he said he's so. If you look Matt on Matt up on the uh, open powerlifting, he's only got like five meets listed. And then if you look up Matthew, there's only five meets. And he said I used to be in there as Brzezet. That one's not in there anymore. I looked it up, but he said eighty percent of the meets that aren't on there, he bombed out at. He's like, there's a bunch that aren't on there, but they're, I bombed out of all because he's like, we didn't care. Like, you weren't there to go nine for nine. You were there to get one good lift and then move on to the next. And then that lift was bench. <laughs> and that lift was an equipped bench. He's 725 at 220 or seven. Yeah, seven. That's crazy. Shirt, man. You were here that day. He was getting in the shirt. Hell yeah. It looked. Wild. He did two. He did six seventy five to the three board, and it looked like he never taken a day off in the shirt. Recently, he did that. It was um after the battle. Did we do that after the battle. Yeah, it was after the battle. We, we had the open. We had the open gym. Seven plates. Yeah, yeah. Stephen and uh, Stephen and, and um, I think we got a video of some Miguel got in trouble for putting a slingshot. Yeah, Miguel put a slingshot on. He got trouble on his coach. I mean, it's 3.15, and all the message was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're ruining the program. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Matt, we're, we were all getting the shirts. or They got in the black slingshot. I got in the shirt. I got my shirt that day. You got the shirt that day? I thought you just did the slingshot. No, I did the black slingshot. Yeah, you, after, you and Dylan just did the yeah. slingshot. And then I I got in the shirt. He had me do 585 to the three board. Kind of like your investment on employee. Worst was, you know, pressing it off the three board was fine, but getting it to lock out, it was just like, you know, my arms are bent two degrees and I can't straighten them. Yeah. Because I remember like it being so hard that like, I had my eyes closed. And I was just like, and then yeah, they, they went 585 and just slapped another plate on. And Steven missed 675, and Matt just, like, you know, comes down. I think not even a two-board. But he comes down and just like, hmm. I'm just like, whoa. I was like, I was like, you did that to a two-board, and it's only 50 pounds off your all-time best. That's crazy. And you haven't been in a shirt in how long? I was like, why don't we just load up your best? What are we, t- what are we yeah. doing here? <laughs> Dude, the most I ever benched ever was with Matt. Yeah, so right here, he was like, like as I as I was warming up and I did three fifteen. He was like, "All right, still warming up." And I did like pretty much to be my like what I was going for on that. He was like, "All right, still warming up." And I was like, "Shit!" And he just started putting plates on, and I was like, "Well, can't stop the train now." Because I remember when we had the other four of the rack. He would get on there, and the he boss. Would, the boss, yeah. He would get on there, and he would just load three eighty five. Yep. Every time he would bench, he would three reds. Three reds. Every three time he'd bench. Yeah. He still does it. Yeah. The um, Matt's spotting is always like, can I count this? Because he's got his hands on the bar the whole time. Right. I don't think he's helping, but I think he's directing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get off track, he's like pulling it forward and backwards, not up or down. Yeah. So, like, making it harder. Up. Make it easier. 
if you're it, so like if you're pressing and Matt is spotting, he is pulling the weight mm. back over your shoulders. If you're not, so he's like getting you on track. He's not pulling it up, but he is assisting without helping. Because <laughs> he, I mean, he keeps his hands on the ball, mm-hmm. but fully closed around the bar. Yeah. Old school way, uh-huh. especially you? equipped. I feel like I feel like a lot of times they would kind of let you feel it, maybe. You oh, gonna feel it, but they would. I don't know. Um, I was asking him about the equip days as well, and he was saying that training, everyone did the same thing, mm-hmm. and you would go in, and it'd be squat day. Well, now you got three hours worth of squatting for two people, and then he said they would always have like one accessory movement that they wouldn't do, and they would just leave. And then you go watch the videos of the West Side guys; they would do their max effort shit or their speed stuff, and then have like. Five accessories. I don't, yeah. Well, that's speed stuff. That's different, though. That is an accessory day. I mean, you're talking about speed. The speed work was like 40% for triples. With a million pounds of band tension and on then, the bar. And then they would go do, uh, like, you know, 100 reps of skull crushers, 100 reps of pull downs. And it'd be the skull crushers with like a 100 pound number. Yeah, they do like the pullover. The Skull crushers. Have you ever watched like the videos of the old, like not the location where they're at now, but the one before it of them doing their max effort stuff? Yeah. They had a mono and it was facing a wall. And on the legs of the mono, they had every band wrapped around it. So not the pegs that were on the mono, like the actual mono itself. So they would have every single band and they would take like all the bands and put it on the bar and then load like. 515 or like 495 on and just squat to a box that's like that far off a of depth. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. God bless OG powerlifting. Love it. What's that? Never die. To follow this, uh, they're, they're kind of like dismantled now, but it was like, uh, it was a powerlifting cha- YouTube channel, uh, Mathetics. Oh yeah, I remember, remember those guys. They opened David. up the gym and they yeah, and then they found Legion. Yeah, yeah, that was like a. I kind of went down the rabbit hole one night and like watched every video about all the drama. It's kind of interesting, but those guys, um, yeah, I think Garrett, uh, uh, he had like I think he deadlifted like six seventy five or seven hundred at like seventy sixty one seventy, but his they're the lifts, so they're just devilish. Yeah. Anyways, I'm hungry. We could have wrapped it up an hour ago. Yeah, no. I know.